Let us pray. Father, we thank you, Lord, for the devotion part of the service. Now it's come time for us to receive with meekness down and graft the word. We pray, God, you would help us out. Realize, Father, we of ourselves are insufficient. We need God's help. We pray, Lord, you go before us. Bless us. Keep us, Lord. Give us what we need. Things that need to be said, things that don't need to be said. Give wisdom. And, Lord, we just pray, God, you go before us. Have your way. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. Scripture, we ask that you would uh, hold me up in your prayers. I need it. I need it. Can't make it without the prayers of the saints. Without the prayers of the righteous. Thank God that God has some righteous people. And you know what? God has some righteous young people. See, the devil don't have all of the young people, thank God. But thank God that God has some young people that's living for God. We're going to go into the title of our lesson this morning. The title is, and let's take this on a, a personal uh, uh, perspective. Am I on the sure foundation? That's a question. Am I? Maybe you are, maybe you're not. And this lesson may find you on the sure foundation, it may not. But the question that we need to ask ourselves in a personal way this morning is, am I on the, the, because there's only one. Am I on the sure foundation? We'd like to begin reading in the book of Isaiah, if you will. The book is Isaiah, the 28th chapter, begin reading at verse 16. Just the one verse. And it says, Therefore thus saith the Lord God, Behold, I lay in Zion. Thank God that God has laid in Zion, Old Testament typology of the church this morning. God has laid in Zion. He has done this. This was prophecy, and the prophecy was fulfilled. We're going to show you in the scriptures that the prophecy was fulfilled that he had laid in Zion for a foundation, a stone, a tried stone. A proven stone, a precious cornerstone, thank God, a sure foundation. The question this morning is, are you or am I on the sure foundation? Thank God it's a sure foundation. God has laid it. He, he talked about this in prophecy, thank God, and the prophecy was fulfilled. He said, he said, a tri-stone, a precious cornerstone, a sure foundation. He that believeth shall not make haste. He that believeth, we're not going to be disturbed. Thank God we're on the foundation. There's no confusion. There's no disturbance. Thank God for peace on this foundation. Now go with me to Acts, uh, not Acts, but Matthew, the 16th chapter. And Jesus is going to talk about the fulfillment of this prophecy, talking about the, the foundation that's going to be laid. Thank God he said in 1613 of, of, gospel, of Matthew's gospel when he said, he said when Jesus came to the coast of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples saying, whom do men say that I, the son of man, am? Jesus knew what they was talking about. And, and, and they said, some say that thou art John the Baptist. Some say that you're Elias. Some say Jeremiah. 
or one of the prophets. They gave Jesus all these different names among the religious world, and nobody knew who Christ was. Nobody knew who he was. They didn't have a clue who Christ was. Among religious folks, it's no different today. We got the same problem today as it was back here. People still don't know who Jesus is. They said he was John the Baptist, Elias, Jeremiah, one of the prophets. I'm Methodist. I'm Baptist. I'm Catholic. I'm Jehovah's Witness. I'm Episcopalian. Don't know who Christ is. They said one of the prophets. Don't know who he was. Then Jesus said unto his disciples, he said, whom do you say that I am? And Simon Peter answered and said, thou art the Christ. Thou art the Christ. Amen. He didn't say it was Jesus. Jesus was born. Christ was before the world began. Peter said, thou art the Christ. He didn't say he was in one of the prophets. Of the no, thou art the Christ. There's only one. Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. And Jesus answered and said unto Simon, He said, Blessed art thou, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood has not revealed this unto thee, because if flesh and blood had anything to do with it, then it wouldn't, it wouldn't have been able to uh, go to the, the, the sure foundation. See, Flesh and blood had nothing to do with this. The question is, am I on the sure foundation? See, flesh and blood had nothing to do with this foundation. Everything else was, was made by man. Man fell and everything man make fail. But I'm talking about, am I on the sure foundation? The foundation that met the hand of man had nothing to do with it. He said, Blessed art thou, Simon Bar-Jonah, for flesh and blood has not revealed this unto thee. Flesh and blood had nothing to do with this, but my Father which is in heaven. And I say also unto thee that thou Peter, and upon this rock is only one rock, only one foundation. Am I on it this morning? There's only one foundation. There's only one rock. There's only one Christ. And the scripture says, he said, I say unto thee that thou Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church, not churches. I will build my church. This is prophecy being fulfilled. Isaiah talked about it. Now here's the fulfillment of it. Jesus said, I'm going to build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Am I on the sure foundation? There's only one foundation upon which the gates of hell shall not prevail. And if what man had made was good enough, then there wouldn't be no need of Jesus even coming here. So evidently he had to do something to correct the mess that we had gotten ourselves into. So Jesus had to build something. So he said, upon this rock, upon this truth, I'm going to build, I'm going to construct my church. And man been building churches ever since. 
but there's only one sure foundation. Am I, on, am I on the sure foundation? And he said that the gates of hell, it shall not prevail against this church. Evidently, the gates of hell was prevailing against everything else. So Christ had to come and build something against which the gates of hell cannot prevail. So we need to understand what the gates of hell is. What is these gates of hell? Go with me to 2 Corinthians. Keep, keep that question in mind. 1 Corinthians, excuse me, 3 and 11. Just the one, one, one verse. It says, For the foundation can no man lay. For the foundation can no man lay. Then that is laid, which is who? Jesus Christ. So we're talking about the question this morning is, am I on the sure foundation? Psalms 9, 9.13, it says, see, we need to understand what these gates of hell is because Jesus said they're not going to prevail against his church. So we need to understand what this is. Have mercy upon me, O Lord, Psalms 9.13, Consider my trouble which I have suffered of them that hate me. Thou that liftest me up from the gates of death. So when Jesus is talking about the gates of hell, he's not talking about where the witch man died and was buried, and the Bible says in hell he lifted up his eyes. Being a torment, it's not talking about that. That's not the hell that's being referred to here. In Psalms, go, go with me to 107, Psalms 107, verses 17 and 18. Jesus said that the gates of hell should not prevail against his church. It cannot prevail against his church. Psalms 107, verse 17 and 18, it says, Fools because of their transgression and because of their iniquity, get it now, are afflicted. Their soul abhorreth all manner of meat, and they are drawn near unto the gates of death. The gates of death. That's not talking about dying when we pass from this time into eternity. It's talking about a different type of death. We're going to explain to you what these gates of hell are. It's talking about the gates of death. What kind of death is going to get, get it now? Transgression, iniquity, go with me to uh, uh, Psalms 28, verse 14. Uh, not Psalms, excuse me, Isaiah 28, verses 14 and 15. The question that I'm putting before us this morning is, am I on the sure foundation? There's only one. Isaiah 28, uh, uh, 28 verses 14 and 15, it says, Wherefore, hear the word of the Lord, ye scornful men, that rule this people which is in Jerusalem. Because ye have said, we have made a covenant with what? Death. And with hell are we at agreement. When the overflowing scourge shall pass through, it shall not come unto us. For we have made lies our refuge. And under falsehood have we hid ourselves. Saints of God, it, it, uh, YouTube, Facebook, land, 
it is imperative that Christ had to come. He had to come to create a solution for this. Because all of this is what was going on in the religious world. In the religious world. They, they made lines there, Rip. They made, they made, there was an agreement with hell. There, there was an agreement with death. They made lines their refuge. There was falsehood. So Christ had to come and fix it. So Jesus had to come and build his church. And he built it on a sure foundation. So the question this morning, am I on the sure foundation? There's not but one. Okay? And it's not a, it's not a foundation of confusion. And one foundation make everybody one. Because it's just one foundation. One foundation is produced by one spirit. And one spirit every, makes everybody one. So the question this morning is, am I on the sure foundation? Go with me to James 1.15, just the one verse. We, we're talking, uh, uh, well, let's, let's, let's continue in Isaiah the 28th chapter. Isaiah the 28th chapter. It's, <clears throat> excuse me. It's, uh, we said it is imperative that Christ had to come. He had to create a solution for this problem. The religious world is in a mess, but Christ created a solution. Thank God that Christ built his church. Go with me to uh, Isaiah. Uh, let's, let's stay in Isaiah. Let's go to verse 17. Isaiah, let's stay in Isaiah 28, verse 17 and 18. It says, Judgment also will I lay to the line. Thank God that on this your foundation, there's judgment. There's no foolishness on this line. There's no me having my way and doing my thing. Thank God that there is judgment on this sure foundation. That's the reason why you don't find a whole lot of people on it. Why? Because it's judgment. It exposes stuff. So it says, judgment shall I lay to the line. Also will I lay to the line. Righteousness to the plummet. And the hell shall sweep away the refuge of lies. Thank God for the hell. Thank God that the word of God is styled as hell. It exposes the refuge of lies. Thank God on this sure foundation. If you go on this sure foundation, it's going to expose every lie man ever created. And now I'm telling you, there's a lot of religious lies out there today. There's a lot of religious lies. But thank God that there's a foundation can, that can expose every one of them. We don't have to be bound by confusion. It says, judgment also will I lay to the line. Am I on the, am I on the sure foundation? Do I love judgment? Or do, I, or do I squirm and try to make excuses? Try to justify? The Bible says that the gates of hell is not going to prevail against this church. The gates of hell, we need to understand what this is. Judgment also will I lay to the line of righteousness, to the plumbing in the hell shall sweep away the refuge of lies. And the water, thank God, the word of God is styled the water is going to overflow the hiding places. There's no way to hide when you're on this sure foundation now. 
My way, your way, flesh cannot hide. It's going to be exposed. And people are going to need, they, they, they're going to do either one or two things. They're either going to shape up or ship out. I got to find somewhere else to go. They, it's too, that's too hard. That's too hard. Those people are too strict. Well, welcome to the sure foundation. Welcome. You're welcome to stay, but if you don't, it's okay. Because this foundation ain't changing. You either want it or you don't. So the question this morning is, am I on the sure foundation? Let's continue to read in Isaiah 28, verse 18. It says, and your covenant with death shall be disannulled. And your agreement with hell shall not stand. Thank God that agreement in hell, it cannot stand on this sure foundation. It cannot stand. It is, there is no, there, it is impossible for death in hell to, uh, to be successful on this sure foundation. It will fail every time. It cannot stand on the sure foundation. It says here, when the overflowing scourge shall pass through, ye shall be trodden down by it. Listen, listen. Listen, uh, dear ones. You have individuals who feel obligated because this is my mama's church. I was born in this church. I was raised here all my life. And, and, and you, Listen. Did your mama die for you? Did your grandmama die for you? Your daddy didn't die for you. Your church did not die for you. The church didn't pay for your salvation. Christ paid for your salvation. We owe all to him. We don't owe no man nothing. So don't, don't feel obligated to stay at your church. And you see stuff going on that you know ain't right. But you feel trapped. Are you on the sure foundation? Am I on the sure foundation? Because that's the only foundation upon which the gates of hell shall not prevail. It is the only foundation against which the gates of hell shall not prevail. Go with me to James, if you will. 115, just the one verse. So we talked about the gates of hell. We talked about the gates of death. What is this talking about that shall not prevail against this one church? It says, when lust has conceived, it brings forth what? Sin. And when sin is finished, it brings forth death. So what we're talking about is that the gates of hell or the gates of sin, remember what a gate is, a gate is a point of entry. Okay, is a point of entry, usually control. Okay, you have a lot of religious people out there saying that you can't live free from sin. Just do the best you can. The Lord understand. That's the gate of hell because it promotes sin. It justifies sin. And this is what it's talking about, the gates of death. When Jesus said that the gates of hell shall not prevail against it, the gates of death or the gates of sin or the, the spirit of the world 
shall not prevail against the church. Not his, his church. Because it's prevailing against man's church all day long. But it's not prevailing against God's church. It says, when thus have to see, it brings forth sin. And sin, when it's finished, it brings forth death or separation from God. Everybody that's on the sure foundation is connected to God. Everybody that's on the sure foundation is living free from sin. That's all it's talking about. Everybody is on this foundation. Christ is the foundation. He's the head of the church. And everybody follow Christ. So on this foundation, everybody is just like the one who built the foundation. Which is Jesus Christ. And the gates of hell or sin shall not prevail against the church. It's not going to prevail against his church. Go with me to Matthew, the 23rd chapter. Am I, am I, am I on the sure foundation? Thank God that we can be, we can, we, we can know that we're on the sure foundation. Now here it says in Matthew, the 23rd chapter, verse 15, it says, Woe unto you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, for you compare sea and land to make one proselyte, and when he is made, he, ye make him twofold more the, more the child of hell, or the child of death, or the child of sin, than yourselves. You have a lot of good preachers out there. There was a big preacher that came to a training here in, in Lakeland. And he was trying to help us in the training process. Big time preacher there in Chicago. A large following. And he was doing the training. The training was good. It, it, everything was sounding good. And he turned around and cussed. And all of that good training. All of that good motivation. And turned around and cussed. Over the whole audience. And everybody said, well, you know, nobody perfect. You know, justifying this. This is the condition that the world is in. The religious world is in. It's not enough to just be a good motivational speaker. We got to have life. We got to be on the sure foundation because it's just one. Am I on the sure foundation? The sure foundation is a sinless foundation. The sure foundation is a righteous foundation. We're going to prove it to you. Go with me to Isaiah. Let's go back to Isaiah, if you will. The 60th chapter, just one verse. It says, Violence shall no more be heard in the land, wasting no destruction within thy borders. But thank God it said, Thou shalt call thy wall salvation. Thank God that our walls shall be called salvation and thy gates praise. Thank God that there's gates of hell, but there's also some righteous gates now. There's some righteous gates. Go with me to uh, Psalms, the 87th chapter. Psalms 87. Am I on the sure foundation? It says in Isaiah 87, 2, to say the Lord loveth the gates of Zion. Thank God that there, there's the gates of hell, but the, thank God that there's the gates of Zion. Amen. God, see, we're talking about the gates that, that lead to the righteousness. 
We're talking about the gates that, li- that lead to a sure foundation. So it says here, it says, love, the Lord loved the gates of Zion. The Zion is the Old Testament type of the church. More than all the dwellers of Jacob, thank God. It says in Isaiah, uh, go back, uh, let's, say, let's stay in Psalms 118. Psalms 118 verse 19. It says, open unto me the gates of righteousness, thank God. Thank God that the gates of Zion and the gates of righteousness are, am I on the sure foundation? The sure foundation is, it, the gates of righteousness, it leads to the sure foundation. Am I righteous? Am I living free from everything that I know is wrong? Am I living in the light of God's presence to the best of my ability, or am I making excuses for sin? Am I on the sure foundation? Thank God there's gates of righteousness. It says, open unto me the gates of righteousness. Psalm 118, verse 19. I will go unto them and I will do what? Praise the Lord. Thank God that when when we're in a spiritual condition, that we can give God praise. Why? Because we're on the sure foundation, thank God. We can praise the Lord. Why? Because we're clean. Jesus said, now you're clean through the word which I've spoken unto you. Abide in me. Thank God that when we accept the word of God, the word of God will clean us up. Thank God we're on that sure foundation. It's a clean foundation. It's a righteous foundation. It's a sinless foundation, thank God. Go me to Romans. Go me to Romans. Am I on the sure foundation? It says, for the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus, what has it done? It made me free from the law or the power of sin and death. Jesus said that the gates of hell shall not prevail against his church. Thank God that, that, that when we're standing on the sure foundation, there is no sin that we cannot overcome. The devil can present all he wants. He presents everything to Christ. Did Christ fail? Christ didn't fail. Whatever the devil presented, Christ overcame it. Thank God that we're on the foundation that regardless of whatever the devil will come and present, we can overcome. Why? Because we're on the sure foundation. We know where we stand. I know what God has done for me. I know what God has, has brought me from, how God broke those chains of sin and had me bound, had me drinking, smoking, lying, cussing, running the streets, and God broke it. God freed me. God delivered me. He broke the chains of sin that had me bound. And now I'm, I'm on that sure foundation, thank God. So the question this morning is, Are you on the sure foundation, that solid foundation, that unshakable, unmovable foundation? It cannot be moved. So it says, for the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus, it has made me free, thank God. Free from the law or the power or the authority of sin and death. Am I on the sure foundation this morning? Are you living free from sin? Do you have power over the flesh? If you don't have power over the flesh, then you're not on the sure foundation. 
Go me. Let's go back to Isaiah. Let's go. Let's go to Isaiah. Now, I want to try to try not to stay too long, but we we, we want to finish this. Um, Isaiah twenty six and one. It says, "In that day, shall this song be sung in the land of Judah." Thank God that the land of Judah is talking about another, none other than God's church. We have a strong city. Thank God that we have a strong city. And how can a city be strong without a strong foundation? Thank God that we can say we have a strong foundation. We have a strong city. It's a strong church, not a weak church. We're not weak, bowing to sin and crumbling every time certain sins, crumbling every time certain things come up. The devil knows just what button to push. The devil don't have no buttons here. The devil don't have no buttons on, not on this foundation. He ain't, the Jesus said, the, the prince of this world cometh and have nothing in me. He's got nothing in me. Nothing the devil can do to tempt me to go back. And we need to ask ourselves this question. Am I on the sure foundation? Am I? In that day shall this song be sung in the land of Judah. We have a strong city, thank God. Salvation will God appoint for walls and bulwarks. It says, open ye the gates. Thank God that there's gates of righteousness. It says, open ye the gates that the righteous nation, which keepeth the truth. Thank God that when we're on the sure foundation, we keep the truth. We're not up and down. One day I'm, I'm here and the next day I'm there. I'm a Methodist one day and Baptist the next. And don't know what I am next week. Huh? Thank God that we're on that sure foundation. It says, open ye the gates that the righteous nation which keepeth the truth, thank God, may enter in. Thank God that on this sure foundation is a foundation of righteousness. And everybody that's on this foundation is pure, clean, undefiled, free and separate and apart from sinners. It's not my idea. If you got a problem with it, talk to God. I'm just telling you what God say. Go with me to Luke, the sixth chapter. Thought, thought this morning is, am I on the sure, sure foundation? Luke 6, 47. And for there it says, Whosoever cometh unto me and heareth my sayings and doeth them. Thank God we're on the sure foundation. Everybody's on the sure foundation. We hear what Christ say and we and we fulfill it. We do it. He said, I will show uh, you to whom he is like. He's like a man which built a house and dig deep, thank God, and laid the foundation on a rock. He laid the foundation on a rock. He made a, he laid on a sure foundation, thank God. <clears throat> now watch this. The floods arose. Has, has, you, has anybody here ever dealt with any floods lately? Do you have any experiences in your life where you can say this was a flood-like situation? Looked like it was going to just, just, just take me out. Looked like this was it. But you know what? You stay saved. 
You stayed saved. You stayed on the foundation. You didn't get off the foundation. When the floods rose and the stream beat vehemently, have you ever been in a situation where it seemed like it's just beating with no end, just mercilessly? But you stayed on the foundation. In spite of being vehemently beaten by the stream. And the Bible said that in the stream, in the beating, in the vehement beating of the stream, it could not shake it. Thank God that, that, that there is a foundation that cannot be shaken. Uh, am I on it this morning? Or am I on something else? That as soon as something happens, there I go, drifting with, uh, as, as people used to say, uh, 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 they got to say, um, rolling, with, rolling with the punches. Roll with the punches. Don't never have no grace to punch back. Don't, 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 don't have anything in you to punch back back have nothing in you to say you know what this is a bad situation but we're going to power our way through this I'm not going to forsake the assembly of the saints of God because of this yeah it might be a problem it might be a challenge but you know what I'm going to start punching back I'm going to start punching back I may have to give up some things I may have to sacrifice some stuff but I'm not going to sacrifice my, my consecration to God. See, when you're on the sure foundation, nothing can shake you. No circumstance, no situation. It can't shake you. You remain faithful. Regardless to what happens. Regardless to your situation. Regardless to your circumstances. It doesn't matter. At the end of the day, I'm on the sure foundation, and regardless of what happened, my faith is on the foundation, and I will stand. And everybody that sees me will know where I stand. I'm going to end it with that. He's like a man who's building a house and dig deep. Thank God the foundation is a deep foundation. It's a foundation that cannot be shaken. It couldn't shake it. For it was founded on a rock. Am I on the sure foundation? Am I on the unshakable foundation? A foundation that cannot shake me regardless to what happens in life? Or do I just roll with the punches? Whichever way stuff happened, that's where I go. Whenever, whatever happens, there's just, there's just no spiritual consistency at all. What foundation now are you on this morning? Are you on the, or am I? Just take it personal. Am I on the sure foundation? Let's go to Second uh, Timothy. See, sin shall not prevail against this church. It says, going back to uh, Luke, when it says, um, the streams 
when the flood came, sometimes the devil comes with with flood of thoughts to try to get you to consider another way. He come with he'll come with some type of um, sinful. Um, what's what I'm trying to say? Sinful uh, suggestion. Uh, he'll come with some tempting. It, it just feels so good to the flesh. It feels so right. But if you're on the sure foundation, it won't move you. So the question is, am I on the sure, sure, the solid, unmovable, unshakable foundation? There's only one. It says in uh, 2 Timothy 2.19, it says, Nevertheless, the foundation of God standeth sure. The foundation of God is just one foundation, and it cannot be moved. The gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Sin shall not prevail against God's church. There is a church against which no sin can enter in. And that's God's church. Jesus built the church. And he built it in such a way that the gates of hell cannot prevail against it. The spirit of the world can't prevail against it. It says, nevertheless, the foundation of God standing sure and having this seal, or having this, having uh, this, um, what I'm trying to think of here, having this seal or, or this uh, assurance, what I'm trying to say, having this assurance, the Lord knoweth them that are his, and let everyone that nameth the name of Christ do what? Depart. See, on this foundation, the only way that you can get on this foundation is you have to be willing to depart from iniquity. That's the only way you're going to get on this foundation. The foundation is clean. It's pure. So in order for you to be on this sure foundation, you got to be willing to depart from iniquity. Other words, you need to be willing to give up. Everything you know is contrary to the word of God. Everything you know that is sin, you got to be willing to depart. Separate yourself from it. Now the question is, am I on the sure foundation? Have you departed from iniquity? That should tell you right there where you're at. A few more scriptures, and then we're going to close. About this morning is, am I on this sure foundation? Going back to Luke 6, 49. It says, but he that heareth and doeth not is like a man that is without a foundation. You have so many church people, so many religious people that don't really have a foundation. They're just like shifting sand. Don't know where they stand. Don't know this way they, uh, as the song says, sometimes I'm up, sometimes I'm down, sometimes I'm level to the ground. That's not, not, not on the sure foundation. You're not, if you're not like that on the sure foundation now, remember there's only one sure foundation and it keeps us steady. It keeps us unmovable. It keeps us unshakable. It keeps us clean. So the question that I need to ask myself on a personal level, am I, forget about everybody else, am I 
on the sure foundation. You might be sitting at home. You might not be worshiping anywhere. Uh, might be, you know, whatever the case is. You have to first ask yourself the question, am I on the sure foundation? Am I living free from everything that I know is wrong? Let's start with that. Let's start with that. And, then, and if you are and you're honest, God is able to lead you and take you wherever you want, wherever he needs you to go from there. But let's start with that. A person that is on a sure foundation, they want to be with other people that's on a sure foundation. I want to be with God's true people. Huh? I don't want to be out there with the world. I can't identify with the world. I want to be with God's people. It said, but going back to 639 of Luke, 649, excuse me. He that heareth and doeth not is like a man that without a foundation, he built a house. Everybody's building. Okay, everybody's building. But there's only one sure foundation. He built a house upon the earth. Upon the earth. Huh? Build a house upon the earth. My way. My feelings. My, my thoughts. My, uh, uh, listen. In order for us to really be on the foundation, if we, we want to be on this foundation, we got to give up everything. My thoughts, my feelings, my emotions, my hopes, my dreams, my plans, my aspirations. I got to give it all to God. I got to give it all to him. I don't know, yeah, that too, ideas, opinions. It's okay to have ideas and opinions, but not when it comes to the word of God. My ideas, my opinion means, listen, when it comes to the word of God, the Bible, and my wife and I was talking about this just a few days ago. The Bible said that the, the, the whole world is just a drop in the bucket. So who am I? I'm less than a drop. What does my ideas and opinion mean when it comes to the word of God? Nothing. As a matter of fact, less than nothing, whatever that is. But what is less than nothing? You, me. Are we, am I on the sure foundation this morning? The Bible says that this man, he built a house upon the earth, his own ideas, opinions, against which the streams did beat. See, here come the streams. They beat upon the house that was on a solid, sure foundation. They beat upon the house that was on the earth. Now the one that's on the earth, let's see what happened. Immediately it fell. You have people that are sitting in church houses, spiritually speaking, they have fallen. Can't live a consistent holy life free from sin, they're falling. So the question that we need to ask ourselves in the personal way is, am I on the sure foundation? Are you living free from everything you know is wrong? Go with me to 2 Corinthians 1 and 9. Three more scriptures, and we're going to close out. 2 Corinthians 1 and 9. Am I on the sure foundation? It says here, God is faithful, by whom we, ye were called into the fellowship of his son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Listen, saints of God, listen 
in, out there in YouTube and Facebook land. The, the, the thought that we're having this morning is, am I on the sure foundation? It's, not, it's, it's only one. It is impossible to distance myself from God's people and maintain a right relationship with God. Can't do it. It's part of my salvation experience in order to be in connection with God's people. If, if I'm on the sure foundation, as we said earlier, I want to be identified with everybody else that's on that sure foundation. It is impossible for me to maintain my experience with God and I, and I intentionally isolate myself, distance myself. Yeah, you know, that's just like, listen, listen, listen. Let me get from behind here for a moment. I want to listen. I love my wife. I don't love just her head. Christ is the head of the church, right? I love all of my wife. When I married her, I married all of her, not just her head. I can't just love her head and, and, and whatever, well, you can do whatever you want to do with the rest of your body, but I'll take your head. I love all of her. Well, guess what? The church is the body of Christ. And I love Christ, which means I love his body. I want to be identified with his body. Not just his head. I hope you got it. I hope you got it. Christ has a body. And the church is styled as a body. This hand don't want to be isolated from the rest of the body. This body want to stay intact. And, and my hand want to be identified with the rest of this body. My fingernail, the, um, my body don't want to lose nothing. Spiritually speaking, it works the same way. If I'm on the sure foundation, then I'm, I'm, I want it just, it's just natural. For me to want to be identified with the rest of the body. If I don't, something wrong. I'm not even saved if I want to be identified with the rest of the body. Let me say it. That's not how salvation works. So the question that we need to ask ourselves. Am I on the sure foundation? Mm-hmm. Said God is faithful by whom ye were called. Everybody that was called out of sin, everybody that was called, God called them out of sin, and He called them into fellowship with Jesus. That's what the Bible says. God is faithful by whom ye were called unto the fellowship, unto the fellowship of His Son Jesus Christ, our Lord. In Christ, He built a foundation upon which the church will stand, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. This is what Jesus built. And God, when God saved us, he put us in fellowship with this Christ who built this church to make everybody one. One more scripture and we're going to close out. 
First John 1, 7. First John 1, verse 7, just the one verse. It says, but if we walk in the light, as he, Jesus, is in the light, we, it ain't said try to have fellowship. He said we have fellowship one with another. Saints of God, friends, those of you YouTube, Facebook land, the question that we need to ask ourselves is, am I on the sure foundation? Don't you know if I'm on the sure foundation, I'm going to just naturally have fellowship with others who is on the sure foundation? It has to happen. But if we walk in the light, I, I, listen, the sure foundation, it brings light. It, it, the sure foundation, it enlightens us to righteousness. It enlightens us to truth. It makes us one. If we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have. We just have it. On the sure foundation, thank God, we just have it. We don't have to stir it up. Have to try to conjure it up. Fake it, talking about fake it too. We don't have to fake nothing on the sure foundation. We don't have to fake nothing. That's what they do out there in the world. That's what they do in the religious world, in, the, in all these different churches. They, they, they're just faking it. And they can't hardly get from each other's presence before they start talking about each other behind each other's back. Or, or in their face. I heard, I've seen some stuff on YouTube where they be fighting right in the church. Fighting! In the church. Well, you know that's not the sure foundation. You know that ain't. <laughs> I'm talking about, am I on the sure foundation? One more scripture. We're going to turn it over. We're going we're to end with this one scripture. It says, but if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship one with another and the blood of Jesus Christ, his son. What does it do? It cleanseth us from all sin are you cleansed from all sin this morning or in other words am I on the sure foundation the sure foundation is a sinless foundation it cleans us and it keeps us clean there's no filth on the sure foundation but we're going to end with this going back to the uh Foundational text here, going back to Isaiah the 28th, and we're going to turn it over to Pastor. It says, Therefore, thus saith the Lord God, Behold, I lay in Zion for a foundation. Thank God that there's a sure foundation. The question is, Am I on it this morning? Am I on the sure foundation? He said, Behold, I lay in Zion for a foundation stone. This is what God did. He fulfilled the scripture, dear ones. I laid for a foundation stone, a tried stone. It was tested, it was proven, a precious cornerstone. And he that believeth shall not make haste. You're not going to be confused. You're going you're gonna to know where you stand. You're going to know that you have victory over sin. You're going to know that you have power over the flesh. On the sure foundation, we have power over the flesh. So with that thought in mind, We'll end with that. We thank God that, uh, uh, Pastor, if you will come. Am I on the sure foundation? God bless you. God bless you.